The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, with lung cancer being the largest killer in Ireland, more than 310,000 people in Europe will be diagnosed with lung cancer this year. And the Marie Keating Foundation is advocating that people um, really watch out for the symptoms of lung cancer, particularly during this Lung Cancer Awareness Month. I have with me now a lung cancer survivor, Susan Leatham. Susan, good morning. Good morning. Now, first of all, uh, you were trucking along. I was Business as along. usual. No problem, yes. So, what happened? What happened was, in, I would say, 2021, in July, my cancer journey started in July 2021. But prior to that, I had had developed, the year before, I had developed what you call Raynard's phenomenon. What's that? Which is where, um, as my GP described it, my body thinks I'm up in the Arctic and the the blood starts to go back to your heart from your fingers, trying to protect itself. And um, my fingers go white when the blood rushes back into the fingers. They're actually burning and very, very warm. So and how often would this happen? This happened about a year before I no, was... No, but I mean, does it... Oh, uh, is it uh, every day or it, twice it, a day? It had got to the stage where as I... I um, Putting, getting something out of the freezer at home, at home would start, would start it off. Putting the bin out, every I was wearing five layers of clothes in work. Um, I, it was becoming unmanageable. My doctor had said, "This is what you have." Off I go. But for about a six-month period, I was not coping um, very well. Um, I had I was I one part of it was that I was I felt I was so cold that I had um, I had pain in my bones from the cold from the cold, as I thought. Now, uh, what is the normal treatment for Raynaud's syndrome? Actually, just being aware of it and staying staying and keeping your core warm. Okay. Is very, very important. And, and those things like uh, getting something out of the freezer, that would be a trigger. That, that would be a trigger, but that was an extreme case. My niece has Raynaud's and she was not suffering the way I was suffering. I seemed to be an extreme case. I would talk to her and she would say, no, she didn't have that. So, um, so back to the GP I go. I, cry, I actually cried in his surgery. I said, I cannot keep going on like this. I cannot. I and he, she, he said, we will send. I'm going to send you to a rheumatologist for mm-hmm. um, symptoms because maybe it was associated with rheumatoid arthritis. That might have been associated with some underlying or yeah. autoimmune disease. Now, had you had bloods done? I had had blood tests done, and they were fine. Okay. So off I go to the rheumatologist. Uh, gave her all my symptoms, mainly what I was experiencing. And one of the tests that she sent me for was a CT scan. When I was sent for a CT scan, something abnormal was was seen on the CT, which needed investigation. Okay, what what bit of you was scanned? I mean, you can have a CT um, scan. It was the it was from shoulder to abdominal. Okay, um, so I suppose your core really was was which exa- would include your heart and all the rest. Of exactly, it. Yeah. exactly. And then, of course, then what happened was I was immediately and it was very, very quick. My GP rang me the next day once the results came out, said you need to. There's an appointment made for you in St. Vincent's Hospital in the Rapid Access Lung Clinic. I went there and spoke to the consultant there and he had said, 
we don't know what it is. We need to investigate. investigate. We need to have a little look and see what it is. We would do a biopsy of what it, what was there and numerous tests was also I was doing a breathing test to see the function of my lungs. There was numerous tests that I had to do. So then back to the to the consultant again after about eight weeks and it was found that I had a a 2.2 centimeter um, tumor in my lung. Okay, so let's just track back a bit. Um, When you had the biopsy and so on, did you have to be knocked out for that? It was, you were given, you weren't knocked out completely. You were given a mild sedative. Sedation rather than... Sedation, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they they did that. And when you were asked to, you know, for the lung test, did you blow into things or did you get on a treadmill or...? It was actually blowing into, I was sitting in a chair and blowing into an apparatus that they had. And And what did it tell you? How was your lung function? I didn't find out what the percentage of my lung function was, but... But they didn't say... (gasps) No, they didn't. No, they carry on. You're fine. You're you're breathing normally. Breathing and, and so normally. It didn't. Yeah. It was when um, it was when I went to my GP had said to me that um, sending me to it was decided to to do surgery, but the hospital had decided to remove to remove my right lower lobe, which was where the tumor was. Now, um, when you heard that you had a tumour, did they say to you up front, you have a cancer in the lung? In other words, those two words, which used to be seen as a death sentence. You know, you've got lung cancer, that's it. Absolutely. I remember what they did was they had, once the biopsy was taken, they were able to identify what it was and it was non-small cell lung cancer, adenocarcinoma. And it was was small. Uh, They would not know they did wouldn't know really they didn't appear to have spread to the lymph nodes um oh no i think they they did that when they actually took out the lobectomy when they did the lobectomy on me yeah. which was uh, removing the right lower lobe there is a check done of the lymph nodes to see has the cancer spread and i was very very lucky that it had not spread okay but i do agree with you pat that that lung cancer i came from an era that even I remember my mother saying once about a neighbour and speaking in a in a quiet voice, so and so has lung cancer, and there was no no uh, no treatments available. That was like as you say, that was a death sentence at that time. You know. Mm. Now, uh, in your case, they found it hadn't spread, and hadn't they had spread. removed the offending uh, tumour. Yes. Um, how long before your back to what you might call normal and did the Raynaud's syndrome depart? Well, six weeks after the lobectomy, I was give, I'm, my oncologist recommended four rounds of chemotherapy to, how she put it, sweep up any remaining cancer cells that might be floating around. Yeah. And um, I would say the, the chemotherapy I found quite tough on the body compared to the lumpectomy. Yeah, um, but, but you had both. I mean, you had to get rid of the lump. Had to get rid. And I yeah. and my doctor did say I was one of the lucky ones that I was able, that I was suitable for surgery. Some people aren't suitable for surgery. So I consider myself very, very mm. lucky that I was able to go ahead and have the surgery. And then the chemo, how long did that take, the four rounds of chemo? chemo chemotherapy was once every 28 days. And uh, it does take it out of you. It does. It, you you have a lot of fatigue. 
it um it, it does take a lot of you a lot out mm. of you you know nausea nausea although you are given medication yeah. for nausea which i found very good personally i found that very good mm. um i i i tolerated the the chemotherapy very very well um it it just i think the you can have after effects of chemotherapy which would be just tiredness really yeah. and that i i went i stayed at home i was off work i was working at the time i went back to work after about after a year lucky enough okay. it was very important for me to go back to work it was like in my head saying everything is normal again yeah and, um, and and was it normal? I mean, did you you lost a bit of your lung? Obviously, they took the yes. tumor out. So, do you have any impact on you know running up the stairs? Would you kind of notice? No, not running up the stairs. Now, if I was out for a long walk and I was going up up a hill, a steep hill, okay, because you've lost a bit of capacity. I have lost a third of my lung, my right yeah. lower lobe. Now, when you ask yourself, why did I get it? Uh, anything in your past, like um, smoking cigarettes or anything like that? Well, twenty years ago, Pat, I did smoke. And uh, um, it was found with the mutation of the cancer that I had. It sent once once they take out the tumor, and they they will send that for testing. And the mutation that I have it was actually is actually called RET or ET, and it is it affects one to two percent of all lung cancers. It is generally in younger people than the average lung cancer person. And it is is it is in seldom or non-smokers. Okay, so seldom or non-smokers. Or so non-smokers. You had become a non-smoker twenty years ago, so I did. Yeah, it, did. it is the one of the big things. Although people who've never smoked can get lung cancer. Absolutely. But giving up the fags is one of the best things you can do. Absolutely. Um, there is a, a large a large percentage of lung cancer patients lung cancer patients that have smoked they were a large percentage of people will get now, going back to that question about your Renault syndrome did that vanish then once you'd been treated for lung cancer it didn't vanish uh, but so I'm you a have different that as person. well uh, I actually my hands are on but growing up my hands were always cold okay. I would always say cold hands warm heart um, but I'm not wearing five layers of clothes anymore. I can go get things out of the freezer without having to put gloves on. I'm a diff- it's just different. So in my mind, the, the, the lung cancer, the, the, the Raynards and the extent that I had it was highlighting something else was going on in my okay. body. I'd come, I'd come back for a walk with my husband and I'd say to Martin and I would cry. I'd say, Martin, something else is going on here. So I do believe my instinct was working. Um, something was telling me something was going on. I didn't have the common symptoms of lung cancer, which would be, which would be any respiratory problems. I didn't have any of those. This was what how I was affected. It's interesting. A text here. My husband was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer in March. He had no symptoms except a slight pain in his shoulder. He died eight weeks later. So, mm. the, the, so the 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 problem with lung cancer is that. The, the, Lung cancer deaths rates remain shockingly high in Ireland, largely due to the late di- diagnosis. While symptom awareness is alarmingly low and a stigma still persists in relation to lung cancer. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the Marie Keating Foundation, uh, they have what they're calling their big checkup campaign. And you uh, can uh, check out that newstalk.com forward slash MKF uh, to get more details 
on that. And the Big Checkup campaign aims to, to change how we see lung, lung cancer. You know, can, lung cancer still claims more lives than any other cancer. It is. It claims more than prostate, colon, and breast, breast cancer. cancer combined. Is it is and it is very very important to be aware of any symptoms that you may have, any symptoms that won't go away, any lingering symptoms such as a cough that that just does not go away. Um, pain like that lady in the text mm. said, a pain in the shoulder, shortness of breath, unexplained weight loss, um, unexplained fatigue. Or if there's just something that you know, something is going on, like me, <laughs> my husband would look at me, God love him, and he would look at me and he, like helpless when I would turn to him and say, there's something going on. And he would only want to help me. But thankfully, I was found. Early. And you found that something. I found that something. All right. Yes. Susan, thank you very much uh, for joining us. That's uh, Susan Leatham, who's a lung cancer survivor. And don't forget that uh, Marie Keating Foundation campaign. Um, Pat, if I just may yep. say something. If, if you or your loved one has been impacted by lung cancer, the Irish lung cancer community is there for you. We have an Instagram page at Irish Cancer Community and... I joined the Irish lung cancer community. I got great support and great help from them. I just want people to be aware that that group does exist. All right. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.